on time. <laughs> All right, thanks I'm everybody. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, go. No, go for it. Thanks for joining us again uh, tonight. We don't have any any special guests. Uh, just the three of us hanging out. Um, we're going to be uh, kind of touching on topic from last week where we talked to some uh, Bell's competition, uh, homebrew competition winners, and kind of expanding on that, talking about uh, a little bit more about homebrew competitions. Uh, what's good? What's bad? What kind of impact COVID nineteen's had um, on the local competitions this year? And, uh, and and kind of dive into some of our experiences. So everything is good. There's no Every, bad. Everything is good. Uh, no, there's, <laughs> there's always bad. It's not really. <laughs> so that said, uh, I mean, you know, we talked about Bell's Comp uh, last time. I know I've entered a few times. I, I assume both of you guys have. Oh uh, yes. Yep. Six now maybe. Six times. Did you put me at seven? It has to be, or or maybe I'm seven and you're eight. I don't know. Never made it. I I always time my my brewing career one year after you. So <laughs> I mean, it's your job I need to, to start keep track of track so yeah. that, like, you know how long. It's, I got pressure now. I'm gonna. I think we're just gonna make like a card that we can pop up anytime that Brian says how long have have I been brewing? I just <laughs> one year more or less than Jordan. So. Uh, no, yeah, I've, I think I've entered five or six times in that too, and I, I've 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 made it to the final table a couple of times. Give a little note that made you know second round. I mean, not final table, uh, um, but 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 that's definitely not been uh, a competition that I've had any any luck in. Um, I did have so, one year where I had it was one year where they ran out of like uh, sheets or whatever, and somebody had drawn a little box and wrote in final table on it and checked it, and then scribbled it out. <laughs> so that's that's a that's a thing like you know we, we talked about that and we talked about that that bell's judging you know is kind of um you know it's it's very subjective to the person that's tasting that beer and uh you know it's it's very much on uh do they like it or don't they like it versus some of the other competitions being bjcp uh you know driven where there's 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 categories classifications and statistics that you have to hit for that beer so it is just a a completely different style you know and you never know what you're going to go up against or what you're 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 going to the luck that you're going to get uh, and it's really really difficult to brew for but man it's a big in kalamazoo that's like probably the biggest trophy you can get oh yeah yep especially uh better on the years where you get to you know go out to uh, colorado and oh yeah <laughs> Yeah. That's on the festival when it's not canceled. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> right. God, I think I brought that up like three times when we had him on before. It just kept forgetting. Felt bad. <laughs> Felt so bad. Sorry, Bill. So let's get into that. What what are what are we drinking tonight? Got I have uh I got a little bit of everything uh tucked away here. I'm drinking uh Founders Four Giants right now. It's their uh newer like Imperial IPA. It's kind of like a mashup of like four of their like Imperial IPA recipes in some way. It's just a, it's like a big multi bitter like IPA that it, it, it hits that spot for me for sure. Like I've been drinking so many new Englands lately and uh, that milkshake IPA that we made. You know. And, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I, I really haven't made a whole lot of like bitter 
beers uh, lately, or even bought maybe maybe like all day IPA or something like that, or two hearted occasionally. But yeah, this is definitely scratching an itch that uh, I've had for a bit. And I've got a, I got I have some of that creamsicle here. I've got Lager of the Lakes, and I've got a PBR hard coffee. Oh yeah, no, I I saw those. We we only started getting those in Kalamazoo recently, so yeah. You're gonna have to let me know how that is. I oh, they're great. It's like a, it's like five percent Kahlua. Like it's yeah. Is there actual coffee in it? Like is yeah, caffeinated. Yeah, probably. Yeah, is there? Okay. Yeah, no, there is. Yeah, yeah. We did. Uh, I I got some last fall. Uh, a friend of ours works at a local distributor that got uh some samples and I got to 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 sample some and. Back at the time, ArcLight was brewing their version of it because they heard, you know, PBR came out with the coffee, so they brewed a coffee uh, beer, and we did side by side with it. And um, theirs is a lot drier. The PBR in a can is a lot drier, not as sweet as as ArcLight's was, but man, super easy drinker, uh, real nice to go down. So, what about you, Jordan? Uh, well, uh, been nursing a hams for a little while. I don't know if you can see it, you know, it's every, a, every night. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite cheap beer uh, for the summer. Uh, but, um, once I'm done with that, I've got some, uh, B 43 that I mm. picked up that I haven't, haven't quite had this yet. So, you know, nice. well, I hadn't had it before I picked up the, the four pack of it. I had one earlier today just cause I couldn't wait. I'm actually kind of a fan of the, uh, the brute style, uh, I know that's kind of. It's not. No, I mean it. Just, it, it just no. depends on like if it's a good beer or not, and like often they just aren't because I don't feel like a lot of breweries knew what they were really going for. Like a, uh, it was a trend, right? It's brute IPA, dry the fuck out of your IPA with a, uh, uh, you know, alpha amylase enzymes and uh, and and serve it, and uh, without like having any consideration. Uh, as to like whether your beer might need more body to yep. account for it being like you know so dry and stuff like that and and a lot of them just weren't really good and uh, I think that B forty three was actually uh, one of the few that I had that I actually really liked so yeah I um, I, I like it uh, to be honest like I said I had one earlier and I was I was quite surprised um, it it still kind of has that you know, that uh, almost M43 like taste or aroma to it, but it's super crisp. Yeah. No, I, I think that was the, the fad beer a couple of years ago. And I, I think everybody jumped on that train and, and nobody really did it well. And thankfully old nation, you know, they, they have a little bit higher standards maybe, but the market was flooded with a lot of bad brute IPAs. Yeah, I would, uh, I would agree. It was just a yeah. flavor in them that I wasn't like, even, even me being saying like, yeah, a lot of them I had, I I, I liked. There were some of them that was just like, yeah. yeah. With uh, with with I think with like IPAs, so like, uh, bitterness is usually balanced by a little bit of sweetness, right? Mm-hmm. But like, when you dry out your IPA, you, all you're left with is like bitterness, right? And maybe like any body that might come from like you, you know, got to have some of that body. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. So. It's yeah. it's tough. I heard like out in California uh, on a podcast maybe like four months ago or something that like rosé style beers were we're going to be the next big fad or something like yep. that. Really? Is that have you? Yeah. Yep. Actually, okay. and I've seen a couple of them start coming out, but uh, be considered a red ale. 
<laughs> no, no, it's a very pale. It's, it's oh, yeah, very, it's, it's very, very pale. Yeah. yeah. Is it like, is that like IPAs made with like rose hips and stuff like that, or like what is? I don't think it specifically has to have rose hips in them. I want to say that I've had a couple when I'm, 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 I've been out in California, uh, and they've, they've been just a very light, uh, almost like a, a Nelson Savant kind of, you know, whiny mm -hmm. resinous uh, hop characteristic. Uh, uh, easy drinker, kind of the the brutish style, um, crisp, light, pink. <laughs> Always pink. It has to be pink. You know, it's funny. So, <laughs> I, first off, I, we, we have a whole another episode I think in the future that's going to be about fad beers. So I, I think we, we should. <laughs> we should yeah, get it. Yeah, it's no, a different yeah. topic, but uh, just talking about um, pink beer, I'll pour this one in a second. So. I got another one of those beers from Arvon Brewing Company. Yeah, I've, I've had some good stuff from Arvon. So this one is the, speaking of pink, it's the double pink guava key lime. Okay. Sour. Okay. So, so that's why I was chuckling on this, just a pink beer. So I'm, I'm going to crack a pink beer. Right now, though, I'm killing, uh, uh, you know, so you and I did the, the brew off on the orange lactose ipas and so I'm, I'm drinking mine right now i've got yours on deck uh both of them are good in their own own way wow i still haven't done the wow. berry version it sounded yeah. very self-serving that <laughs> so that said let's get into competition <laughs> <laughs> you guys just said you did a brew off right what was what was that it sounds like a competition Oh uh, no, I, uh, I I brewed a recipe, um, you know that that uh, that that is kind of emulating or based off of another beer, uh, and I gave the recipe to Brian, and then Brian brewed it and tweaked it slightly okay. on accident. Uh, on accident, uh, you know, he was going to brew it, and so then it was comparing his version to my version, and uh, you know which version was better. <laughs> wow! You know, I'm looking. No, no, I'd, I'd like to again soon. If you want to share the recipe, I can. We, I yeah, can absolutely. We should. We will. Uh, yeah. So it, it's, it's ever evolving. Um, Jason's ended up coming out a little bit more uh, sweet and full, um, and I think mine was a bit more like an IPA that was that, that still had the flavors, but more like uh, balanced, I guess maybe. Yeah. But for this particular like beer, well, no, but, but I, I think that the, the sweetness and the fullness worked better. If, if you come at it and, and this is what I said the other night when we tried them together is if, if you say that, that I brewed a lactose IPA, you know, that that's definitely kind of where I came at. Brian's really turned out because he, his hot profile shines through a little bit more and a little bit less of the creaminess in the body. And so it's like, or, uh, Brian's is just more of an orange, uh, citrus IPA where mine is that lactose IPA. Gotcha. Okay. So. Ben Rupel. <laughs> yeah. Ben Rupel. Uh, you know, it, it'd be nice, uh, Mr. Rupel, if you'd answer my messages, but you know, that, that's, oh. that's okay. Wow. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, let's get into like competitions and stuff. And you were going to say something too, but I figure, um, I should throw this out there too. So this is like a 0.5 episode, right? Yeah. Like 3.5. And I think we're going to do these occasionally. Um, just cause sometimes it's nice to chill a little bit, but if anybody, uh, that's joining, uh, has any 
insight or experience with the topic that you know we're talking about, uh, throw us a message in chat, and we can like PM you like a invite if you want to like come on with your webcam and like yeah, talk. Like so, I mean, this is that's all. This is just like beer nerds. You know, as as beer nerds stuff, I guess, right? So. As we get this show going and, and as we, we get it geared up here, you know, we're still new. We're still only a few episodes in. We're still trying to line up, you know, future guests and get uh, a schedule uh, kind of built and created. And I think these are going to be good fill-in episodes where we can just hang out, uh, bullshit about things that we know. Um, and absolutely, if anybody's out there with us and, and they've got some things and they've got a webcam and a, a microphone, then shit, jump in. We'll, we'll, we'll pull you in and, uh, you know, bullshit for a bit. Uh, that said, uh, yeah, tonight we were going to kind of bullshit about competitions. This is something that we're all familiar with, uh, in the, in the keepers club. My role is, is competition organizer, coordinator, whatever the hell the title is coordinator, coordinator. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my, my, my role and, and why I think competitions are important is, is I'm always out telling the club and telling people. Uh, enter your beer. I don't care if it's your first beer, your 50th beer, your 500th beer. Uh, you know, if you have the opportunity, it's a few bucks. Enter your beer in a competition because you're going to get, uh, it's the best way to get feedback and the best way that you can, um, you know, get that, that, that information, that honest professional information back on your beer to make your beer better. Um, you know, I've, I've done uh, presentations on, you know, brewing for competition. And a lot of it is driven off of the comments that we read and uh the feedback that we get um you know i can take that feedback i can i can get that comment that says you know that tells me about my off flavors and maybe it has suggestions about um you know ways to change brewing to make my beer better or uh you know add more malt or make a bigger hop profile or uh you know less bittering uh characteristics or whatever that feedback uh even if it's your first beer and you're like oh my beer's not good enough for competitions or my beer sucks you know, giving your beer to your brother or your dad or, or, or your buddy, Brian, they're just going to tell you, oh, man, this beer is great. This beer, I love it. It's so good. They're not going to tell you the truth. And so that's that's why I feel strongly about entering competitions. And uh, who cares if you suck? If you get, you know, a, a bad score, you know, you, you get feedback and, and you can get better. So that's my opinion on why everybody should uh, should should enter their beer in competitions. And, um, and I know I'm a little long-winded, but it's the only thing that uh, – that leads into when I said when I started the show and I said what's bad about competitions and then Brian tried to say nothing's bad. <laughs> there is something bad about competitions, and so this is this is my soapbox. Is if you're a competition uh, organizer, coordinator, or judge out there, uh, the only bad thing that I've actually experienced in competitions is no feedback. Uh, if I if I enter that beer and uh, and I know some judges are new and and some judges you know taste a beer and they just right you know they're checking a box or they may be tasting a hundred beers that day, but man, the best thing you can do is is uh, is give as much feedback as you can on every beer that you taste and uh, to get a score sheet back and just say you know see, it's great. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't help us right. It doesn't <laughs> it doesn't check that box for me. So yeah, yeah. Oops. So that's my soapbox. So that's 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 what I think. It's it's important, and and we've all and all of us have entered uh, beers and, and homebrew competitions, and I'll let you guys talk to it. I mean, you know, how have you felt that the the comments and the competitions has changed your brewing? Well, I think it's it's probably um, good to go into a little bit how like a, a homebrew competition works. Um, so it's not like you're sending 
your beer out and it's uh, opened up and it's sitting in front of somebody and they drink it and they're like, this is pretty good. I give it a 40 out of 50. Like that's not how it goes. Right. So um, it's thankfully a little bit more organized like that. And I think I went into this a little bit last week, uh, but there's an organization out there uh, uh, called the beer judge certification program. And um, anybody can become a beer judge. You don't have to be like a prolific home brewer or a pro brewer or anything. Um, you just have to know a little bit about beer, um, quite a bit about particular styles, and uh, first pass an online test, uh, and then later on uh, pass a uh, written and tasting test to, to become an actual like certified uh, beer judge. Um, and becoming a certified beer judge is a um, it's it's still not a requirement to be able to judge in competitions. Uh, very often, uh, pro brewers or uh, you know uh, prolific members of like you know beer society will sit down on these competitions too and uh, and and judge. It's just that uh, when beers are sent in, um, they're judged against their own particular style. So if I send in an American IPA, it's generally judged against other American IPAs. If I send in a big stout, an imperial stout, it's generally judged against other imperial stouts. Um, big American beers, like double IPAs, are actually judged in the same categories as like American barley wines and stuff like that. Um, Irish stouts, there's actually maybe like three different kinds of Irish stouts. There's like regular dry and extra. Yeah, and like the, yeah. So those are all kind of judged against each other, but they all have their own specific like flavors and like mouthfeels and carbonation levels and colors and all of this sort of stuff um, that that these judges are supposed to know and, and they're allowed to use references. Uh, you're not allowed on the uh, the written but, oral yeah, test. Yeah, not when you're when, taking when you're test. judging. Yeah, right. Um, but but the 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 great thing is that when you send in, um, you know, your beer, it's not being judged uh, whether it's a good beer or not it's being judged um against whether it's a good beer for the style um and so you might have a beer that you know is not you know super great to you because you don't like a particular style or something like that but in terms of um you know what what the style guidelines are it might actually you know, you know, be, be good, you know. Yeah, and it actually um, leads into a good point that I want to jump in there too. Is is when you're brewing that beer, and you sit there and you 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 said, uh, you know, I went up to, you know, Beersmith and I found an IPA recipe and I brewed an IPA, you know. But if that beer came out, uh, you know, for whatever brewing process tweaks, whatever happened, if it came out darker or if it came out, you know, maybe at at eight percent or nine uh, percent or or whatever, or it was super malty or however, what happened? Uh, you know, if you enter that beer as an American IPA, you're not going to do too hot. You know, so a lot of people get hung up when they enter competitions and they think, well, I brewed an IPA. I'm entering an IPA. Maybe not. You know, and, and that's what we talk about at the club is bringing your beers in and letting members taste it and actually tell you, you know, yep. you know, I brewed that, you know, set out to, to brew a, a dry Irish stout and wound up with a sweet stout. So maybe you go into a different category. Um, there was a good one. Another member that we, uh, I, I remember talking to once, you know, uh, set out to brew, um, 
I think a Doppelbach, you know, and it, it, it didn't really fit in as a Doppelbach. I forget what it was, some other dark European lager, you know, that it, it classified in better one way or the other. But, uh, you know, it's a big, big point to enter the beer as, as you, uh, the beer that you brewed, not the beer that you uh, made, I guess, or the recipe that you made. Enter the beer that you made. Jordan won a bunch was... of stuff this last year, right? What's that? So you won a bunch of stuff this last year, right? Yeah, yeah. I want to say that 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 point that Jason said is enter the beer that you brewed, not not what you thought you made. Uh, was probably one of the uh, best pieces of advice that I had. Um, and you know, and on a point to what Jason was saying earlier, like enter your beers in the competitions. Like I feel like brewing specifically to enter into competitions has helped me a lot more because it kind of not that I don't like brewing weird shit. It just kind of <laughs> made me stray a little bit away from that and brew more of the classic styles. Um, and that's really like figure out where my base beer is at. And that's where, uh, um, yeah, one of the one of the medals that I got last year was a base style of a beer that I've been brewing for shit, almost eight years. Which one was that? That was that was the Pug Stout. Pug Stout. Yeah. Right. So that's that's where I said I said this before as it was going to come up because I still am super happy at the Michigan Beer Cup where he won gold medal in in the Irish Stout category for Pug Stout. I got to give Jordan. I was the announcer for that category. I got to give Jordan his first gold medal, and we'll always have yeah. that, that special bond, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I absolutely love it. I wouldn't have wanted it and any I, other way, but. I got to call out Jordan and Brian. Right, you got silver in that category. I did get silver. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I was I was that. I was walking back from the prize table, and uh, all of a sudden Jordan's name gets yeah called. So it's like <laughs> yeah. high five as we're uh, as we're crossing awesome. paths. Yeah, it was, absolutely yeah, it was loved it. News. But, but yeah, but, I mean, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, like you said, you know, there is BJCP is 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 uh is the standard of brewing, and if you're gonna get into uh, home brewing, you know, you should always check out BJCP. I mean, I started brewing. And I just went to Trevor. I know we talked about it in our first episode. I went to Trevor and said, I want to brew and I want, you know, this and that. And I'm looking for a juicy, fruity IPA. And he just grabbed shit off the shelf and I got one. Um, you know, and that's cool. That's how I got started. But once I started, you know, getting into the craft and actually wanting to make better beer and, and you know, or going out and, and going to a bar and having a, you know, a wee heavy or, or some other style and going and I want to research that, you know, BJCP is the best place to go back and, and dive into, you know, what is really the, the specifics of each of those recipes so you can learn, you know, what kind of malt uh, bill or, or alcohol level or bittering level or whatever. Um, but what I was going to say though, is not every competition is a BJCP competition. So right. well, it's like bells. Like it's, yep. it's always a good, great. It's a, it's the best uh, basis that you can start with is BJCP. You just really got to look at the competition that you're going to go into and see, you know, is it one that's uh, completely, uh, you know, impartial or um, I'm losing my words, but uh, that's just, just, you know, up to taste like Bell's is, or are they following BJCP or, um, you know, is it like K-Dale where they're looking for a story to be tied to your, your beer? <laughs> So you you won a K Dale competition this year, right? Like I did, yeah. Uh, so K Dale is the Kent District Library. Uh, they they team up with four different breweries, uh, and they solicit brewers in the area to 
submit a beer along with a a book reference or a literary reference that that ties that beer to that that story and uh uh and they're judged and each of the four breweries picks a beer that they they like and you're declared the winner uh, again not bjcp completely impartial they don't even use it i don't even believe they use a 50 point scale i think it's something slightly different the story um, even plays part of the points and and yeah you get you get points based on the story and then uh the winner of each brewery gets to to brew uh with that beer on that brewery system so i won with uh railtown uh with my dry irish my coffee stout uh and another keeper brandon edwards won uh, i'm not sure who brandon i think you're listening who did you who, who are you brewing your beer and what are you brewing um he'll tell us in a second but uh uh, yeah, it's, 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 again, it's just different, different competitions do, um, you know, kind of different themes and, uh, scorings and, and things like that. I, uh, and Jordan mentioned this earlier, uh, with, with being able to, you know, brew base styles and, and, um, I think that getting a foundation for your beer, um, for just like even the more like simple styles, like a Blondale, or stout or ipa uh and then like moving and branching out from there uh is like so freaking important um i mean obviously that's that's worked for jordan uh in 2019 so uh we have a success story there i this isn't a success story for me necessarily but um uh the uh homebrewing subreddit r slash homebrewing this year or rather last year they had a uh a competition it's the first time that it's happened in maybe like four years or something like that. Did that happened this year. It did. So um, I must have missed that. I the the competition. So so you could you could enter in any beer style and it would be judged. And I believe that there were um, maybe like winners within styles, but they didn't get any like prizes or anything like that. the The real competition was that <clears throat> there was going to be a. Uh, ingredient that the community voted on that the beer had to be made with. And those were going to be the beers that were um, really going to be judged and awarded like flair, like on the subreddit or something. And the ingredient ended up being rye uh, this year, last year. I keep saying that. So um, I have a really good foundation for making like uh like scottish wee heavies uh, i really like wee heavies um it's just one of those styles of beers that i enjoy making and i enjoy drinking um sometimes you just feel like pouring like a nice thick malty beer and just sipping on it for like an hour so what i ended up doing is sort of taking my uh knowledge and making wee heavies and making something closer to like a rye wine or like a barley wine um and uh just used a absolute crap ton of rye this i mean I don't, I don't remember if you guys tried any of this but this thing was like it was a syrupy <laughs> delicious like milk chocolatey like yeah. uh, oh it's one of the it's one of my more like favorite beers that i've made in the last like couple years at least i gotta actually I need to go make one again the thing was so good but but um uh, I didn't end up winning, and again, this is going back to categories again, because I probably didn't solicit enough feedback with you guys. I entered it as a like a, an English 
barley wine because we still had to select like a base style and it ended up maybe tasting a little bit more uh, bitter, like an American barley wine. And I actually got docked points, even though it was like an amazing, delicious beer, uh, just because it wasn't, you know, necessarily in the right category. I know, Jason, you have a story about that last year too. Mm-hmm. You? Or was it so, two years ago? No, it was, it was, uh, it was two years ago. Uh, I had brewed, well, f- five years ago, I think I had brewed a, uh, Russian Imperial Stout that I put in a uh, journeyman bur- bourbon barrel and aged in the bourbon barrel. And I, it came out good. It did well in its first year. I entered it in some competitions. I think it took uh, maybe a, a, a bronze and a, a silver or something like that. Um, but I, I set six of them back uh, for nationals and I wanted them to age. Actually, I think I set like nine of them back and, uh, um, by nationals, you mean the, uh, national, the homebrew national homebrew competition. So national homebrew competition takes place uh, usually in two rounds. Um, everybody around the country uh, in, in, in June, or I'm sorry, in, in the early in the year, ships their, their beer off to whatever judging center in the country they may get. There's uh, last year, I think there were 12 judging centers. Maybe 13 even. And that, yeah, that's considered first round. Uh, And then in the first round, if you win first, second, or third place in your category, uh, you're you're awarded a ribbon, uh, you know, denoting your place. There's no best of show uh, in first round, but anybody that receives a ribbon can then go on to the final uh, table. So basically three beers from every category, from every judging center goes to the National Homebrew Competition uh, final table, which is at the National Homebrew Festival, uh, which rotates around the country through the year or year by year, and um, and your judge, yeah, the Homebrew Con, and your judge there, uh, and that that final table, and if you win first, second, or third there, you get you know medal, uh, National Homebrew medal. Uh, and, uh, and then the, the gold medals, uh, will all go into like a best of show competition for the, the big prize, you know, the, the best beer in the country. Um, and, and, and just to put that into perspective a little bit, <clears throat> so I've never won a national medal. I know you have either. I was, yeah. uh, or, you know, Jordan, uh, we're, we're going for it. That's, You're that's, about, I have won like six. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 2021. Yeah. But, uh, to, to put it into perspective. So like, say you, you enter like a you know, stout, some sort of stout, or stout. You are maybe being judged. I think, I think on average, maybe my beers had about like 15 beers per, uh, per category, per category at my judging center last year. Say there were 13 judging centers. Uh, that's something like 165 beers, uh, in the first category that are being judged, like in that one category. Um, and then always, always they're, is there's usually a top three, right? Like there's yep. almost always a top three. Now, the only reason there wouldn't be is if there weren't enough beers entered and that's almost never the case. So every single category is going to have 36 uh, beers being judged at nationals. And so not only do you have to win, you know, one out of 15 to start, but you have to win, you know, out of that, I, yeah. I guess, I guess three, you know, you don't do top three, but yeah, top three out of, out of the best of the best beers that were all sent to nationals too. So, I mean, uh, you're, you're, you, you may be, 
It's just it's it's a big thing to win this competition or to even place so, in top so three at nationals. A, a, a good numbers comparison is local competitions around here usually top out around five hundred entries. Um, I, I don't even think like State Fair hit that last year. Yeah, like, State Fair I think Michigan was in the, the three hundreds. Um, Michigan Beer Cup I think can, is the bigger one in Michigan that can kind of get up. I think it's gotten into the seven six seven hundred range before. Um, National homebrew is usually around the seven to 8,000 plus range. I think I saw one year hit close to 10,000 entries that, that they're, that you're, you're in that mix. So to even get a ribbon in first round is cool and is, is very, I mean, I've gotten a few, so I have to of course say it's neat. Uh, but yeah, to get a medal is, that's the, that's the big one. The, the only other one I think that would be comparable would be the pro-am at the great American beer fest. But uh, I think national is even cooler. So, uh, but back to that beer, back to that wrong category. I, I, so I, I had this wonderful, beautiful Russian Imperial stout. How, wait, how did I interrupt that story? What did I say? Because I mentioned nationals and you wanted me to explain nationals. <laughs> oh shit. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I, I forgot that we were even going off on that tangent. Like, So I brewed this great Russian Imperial stout bourbon barrel age. It was awesome. I, I saved it for years and I tried one every once in a while. And, and it finally got to the point where I was like, holy shit, this is the best fucking beer I've ever brewed. I think I took one bottle to a, a, yeah, I took one bottle to a homebrew club meeting and, and we, I gave like just a little sip to everybody and everybody was like, fuck yeah, that beer is the bomb. And, and I, I got all excited and I shipped it away to nationals and, uh, and then I got, I, I eagerly awaited and I, I got the scores and, and I like, I took a first place and, I don't know, dry Irish stout. And I think that year I got like a second place in something else or my sour. I can't remember, but nothing that, you know, the barrel aged stouts, I didn't get shit. I'm like, what the fuck? So I get the score sheet back and, uh, and it scored well, like 35 or something like that, which is out of 50. Uh, and, and every judge that judged that beer said this would have been at least 10, 10 points or more higher if you had entered it in the right category. So there's in the bear, in the, uh, well, that's in the, I, so there's, there's, there's in the, 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 the specialty stout category, there's 33 a and 33 B. And basically one of them is a wood aged beer. And one of them is, uh, you know, that specialty beer that, it's, that it's, it's wood aged with a liquor, basically with, in, in right. a liquor smoked beer. Or wood right. Beer or something and like so that. I had put it in the wood aged beer category instead of the, bourbon barrel aged category and it was just uh it was just me being you know working through it too fast rushing through i you know i'm always shipping my shit out the last minute um and i i entered it in the wrong category and that beer's gone forever those are the last bottles that's it and i'll, I'll you know it, it literally took four or five years to brew and and age and perfect that beer and and uh i threw it away just because i i entered the wrong category well, what out yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess on that um, similar story on mine, I'll just you know say to everybody, keep your labels straight. Wait, what, what happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I, I legitimately don't know if I know. Did you story. did you transpose labels? Yeah, on, yeah. Oh, I did. The first, no. first year I entered nationals, they're like one of the one of the judges is like. I can't remember what it was. It was I had, like submitted an IPA or something, and they're like, "This, 
this tastes like a hop cider. I'm like, I submitted a hop cider that year. I'm like, what's going on? Then my hop cider is like, this is really malty. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh, that's even like, better. Stop. Oh man, that is. How, how was the feedback though? Otherwise, like, oh, <laughs> everybody said it, but they were great. It was like, this is fine tasting. Like, I don't taste anything wrong with it. It's generally enjoyable. They're like, but it's just, it's. I mean, it wasn't even like. I mean, that's just really fucking wrong. Like, you can't put a cider into a beer category. <laughs> no, no, that that that's so painful. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was. yeah, we're all generally pretty pretty good brews, but but yeah, that was. I was like, I guess uh... I paid a lot of money just to realize i i'm an idiot (laughs) (laughs) um thinking about that makes me think about um like like you're drinking you know one beer one beer one beer and then like you hit a cider right and like your just entire palate's like fucked for a little bit kind of because it's not like what you're going for (laughs) oh yeah you you probably threw off everybody's scores yeah category well and 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 that's and i was i'm gonna bring this up like part of entering a competition to there is some luck involved uh based on where you end up on the the flight basically scale yeah so when when your beer is being judged, your your judge has a flight of beer in front of them, and I don't, I'm not sure if there's like a particular number uh, eight, maybe. It sounds like a good number to go for, like yeah, to start with. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, but uh, the further, say you're judging American IPAs, like hop blowout, like hops blow out your taste buds. Like you can only drink so many IPAs before you start being unable to pick out like the intricacies of like what, you know, is being uh, contributed to and stuff. So having your beer at the beginning of the flight uh, can sometimes help a little bit Uh, or, or maybe, or maybe hurt because maybe uh, as, as judging goes on, people are getting an idea of like what, yeah (laughs) if what they're tasting right and if 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 this beer is like worse than all of the others even if it's decent it might get a lower score just based off of what they've been tasting not that that's supposed to be the thing but it's actually it's it's one of the points that that we put in our our presentation uh brewing for competition and and it's it's some inspiration that i actually got from when i first started brewing i read a book by joe uh or sam sorry sam calzion i fucked that up from dogfish head yeah. Uh, he wrote a book, uh, Radical Brewing or Extreme Brewing or something like that. And Randy Mosher wrote Radical Brewing, I think. Oh, you're right. Randy Mosher did. I'm, look, I'm looking at him on my beer shelf. Uh, and, and I, so I'm, I'm pretty sure Sam's was Extreme Brewing. Uh, yeah, I know he um, one of those. But it was, it was about, you know, if you like a flavor, go with it. You know, don't be afraid to, to put it in there. I know talking to a lot of early, early or first time brewers or new brewers, they talk about, you know, how much of this, or if I'm going to use raspberries, how many raspberries or you know, they, they worry about the amount that they should put in, in a brew. Well, one of the, the tricks, if you're entering a competition and, and I, I really say that it is a trick because if you're, if you're a new brewer, you shouldn't worry about it and you should focus on just brewing the beer that you like and seeing what the judges say to give you that feedback. But after you've gotten to the point where you're entering competitions now, uh, you know, more for fun or, you know, it's always for the refinement, but if you are going for medals, uh, you know, or you want to start, you know, kind of up in your game, uh, you can purposely brew a slightly st- 
stronger flavored beer. You know, if you're if you're if you're in the playing in the fruit category, throw some extra fruit in. If you're playing in the hops category, you know, uh, go a little bit heavy handed with the hops because of what Brian talked about with that that blowout. That that judge has to sit there and taste, you know, 15 beers in a row or whatever they are. And by the time they get to yours, you know, it's a luck of the draw, one to whatever number. You know, so yeah, if you're early, you might get screwed, but if you're late then a more bolder uh, yes. uh, standout flavor is going to impress that's the judges point. more, yeah. you know, that's a great point. but that's like I said, that's, it's not shady shit. I, I, I always talk about when I, when I talked about brewing in the club you know, I talk about, there's, there's some tricky trickery, uh, some, 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 some shadier shit that you can probably do, but it's, it's still legit. You brewed that beer and, and you're doing what you do, but you know, people targeting, you know, lesser brewed categories, uh, you know, you know, I did it. Uh, I went in nationals this year with a, a British common ale because I looked last year and two people entered it, you know, so shit, I can brew one of those, you know, unfortunately I all got made in a hand sanitizer, but um, <laughs> we should talk about that. We, we will, we'll, we'll get to that. But, but uh, you know, you know, you can do that. You can look at the categories that are out there and see that, you know, there's some that people don't enter too much in. So you can go there or you can, you know, go a little heavier on your flavors. Um, I did want to go into some of the just, and, and this is partially just a shout out too. some, you know, for people that are listening in the homebrew club locally, you've heard me say this a bunch, um, but to, to give some credit to some local competitions, uh, Sicilianos and Grand Rapids uh, does a competition. Usually they go live in February ish timeframe. Um, they've been doing it now for fuck, 15, 16 years. Um, they're a great competition for a, a first time home brewer. Uh, O'Connor's in Grand Rapids also does a competition. Um, Jordan won a big there last year. Yeah. Jordan, you, you did well in O'Connor's, right? Yeah. Yeah. I took, uh, took gold and I don't know their, their categories. I guess that's a good point to say with some of the lesser or, uh, competitions that have less entries. Uh, sometimes categories get combined together. Uh, and in this one, it was they were they were kind of combined weird. I want to say like pale ale and blonde ales were paired yeah. together, okay. and then uh, like Brian, because you you took gold as well, didn't you? And so IPA, I took gold and IPA, but you you took category and uh, what top three, right? Yeah, like yeah, all? I took category, and then I took took bronze for um, great best because show. what was it there? They only meddled the. <laughs> Top the, the top per category and per category the top three overall yeah because yeah. I play somewhere in O'Connor's but I didn't get a top so uh, O'Connor's is one of the smaller ones and and it's it's so it stands out and and if anybody ever from O'Connor's listened to this and I'm wrong I apologize but when I was first getting into the homebrew competition thing about seven eight years ago uh, I remember talking to somebody from O'Connor's and I was worried about a beer. Um, what category a beer I brewed fit into. And, uh, and they were like, just send it to us. And if it's in the wrong category, we'll move it. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I think they did. And it was That's super cool. nice of them. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. um, nationals, beer mm. cup, state fair, some of the bigger ones, Siciliano on. won't do that. So <laughs> <laughs> O'Connor's was super newbie friendly. That's really cool. Um, other ones I want to call out, of course, K Dale. Very, very small competition. I, I actually want to say there were only like twenty or thirty people that entered K Dale. Uh, but that was fun. Um, 
uh, David Jones, if he's listening, got robbed. He had one of the best damn stories, even if it was a shitty smoked beer. Uh, <laughs> he he should have won. Um, and That's then you got O'Connor's uh, best of show was a smoked. Was beer. a smoked beer? Well, they're yeah. all messed up then. Anyway, uh, <laughs> smoked beers are horrible. Uh, <laughs> and and then um, you know for for the cider people, we got Glint Cap. In Grand Rapids, which is uh, Great Lakes International Cider and Perry Festival, I got that right. In uh, competition, and which like you wouldn't think like cider and Perry competitions would be like super hardcore, but holy cow! Like, cap there's some, there's some, there's some, that's like the Mazer Cup of it is needs, and it's like yeah, it's serious business. I didn't. I, I I was actually I wasn't going to mention Mazer Cup in case Drew was listening to see if Drew would bring the stuff up in the in the thing um but i am these are just michigan ones uh and then the 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 new uh kid back on the block um as of last year in michigan is the michigan state fair has actually brought back their homebrew competition which is really cool uh one of our keepers adam kegel won best in show last year uh with a wit beer uh but then i think for 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 michigan uh, the the granddaddy competition, the the one that everybody is is gunning for, is Michigan Beer Cup, and uh, um, that's held uh, that coincides with Michigan Homebrew Fest, which I don't know if Ben's still listening, but someday we're going to get the the organizers of the Michigan Homebrew Fest on here, and actually hopefully someday we'll get the organizers of the Michigan Beer Cup on here to talk talk to them about why they did what they did. But uh, Michigan Beer Cup's probably the largest competition in Michigan. Uh, um, has a, a, a big festival, does great, you know, um, kind of complete statewide thing. It's kind of like the mini nationals. Um, that said, all of them, except I think K-Dale uh, and, and maybe State Fair, they're all canceled this year, right? <laughs> yep. Like, fucking COVID. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping State Fair doesn't cancel. Uh, yeah, State State Fair is still technically on. It hasn't been canceled yet. I'm really hoping that it doesn't. Which I, looking it up, like they have one of the widest um, registration ranges I've seen yeah. for a, a competition. It's like you get like three months or something yeah. like that to register your beers. And they were, you know, for those of you listening, if anybody out there hasn't entered State Fair, do man, they 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 it's it's a it's a comp that that used to be a thing years ago, you know, when the Michigan state fair was a lot bigger and, and uh, I think it kind of went away. I don't remember exactly when, but they tried to bring it back last year. It didn't have a, it, it didn't have a huge um, exposure. I, I think they only had like about 300 entries, um, but they were, uh, they were, really engaged and uh you know we went out there me and brian and, and adam went out there and of course you know they're engaged because adam won fucking best of show um but they were just they were they were they were they they i remember talking to the organizers they wanted to know how well they were doing you know how what they could do better the the oh, oh, brewers yeah. were engaged they, yeah. were, they were just a, a really good uh you know group i was i was really happy um the story there was uh, i i went and I'll blow my own horn on this one because I go there. I'm, I'm expecting like one or two medals, you know, my, my, my fucking, you know, old faithfuls to get it. And I get four, I peg out of five entries. I get four ribbons and, you know, cause the Michigan state fair, you don't get medals, you get ribbons. Just like a cow. So it's a fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know, 
Pump, pumpkin. pump. I got four fucking ribbons. It's all great. And then Adam Cagle fucking sweeps in with his one beer and knocks out best of show. And I'm like, wow. What? I hope you're listening, Adam. He knows this. I bitched about it before. Way to take the sales out of a four banger. It's just a knockout of best of show. But we got the can you do not place in other categories he did well he took he took first place you know uh he got he got his first place ribbon in that category i believe i believe the best in show is picked out of the first place winners so Mm -hmm. but then we got to walk around the fair for like an hour uh carrying this massive uh trophy with adam uh he he carried it i mean he carried it if i didn't win it i'm not you know no but we got to walk around with him like a fucking rock star and that was, <laughs> it was super cool the vicariously through adam yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so the, the goal is right to uh to keep the keeper's name on there for as long as we can in a row so that's right if you're uh if you're in a, if you're in keepers of craft make sure you put your um make sure you put your uh your your club name down on your entry if you're not in keepers of craft and you're not in a homebrew club feel free to put down keepers of craft on your entry. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah. We'll, so we'll that, you. <laughs> I had to pop that up there. David Jones. Uh, uh, so Adam Cagle won best in show with a wit beer. That was David Jones's recipe. Ba- ba- so. Based, based, on, based, based, <laughs> on, uh, whatever. We all have our own, our own, you know, our, our own flavors are distinct. Like, uh, you know, you know, brewery yeah. Flavors, right? yeah. Yeah. So then Adam just has to happen to taste like best of show. So best of show. Right. <laughs> so then we, so those are, those are some of the, the local competitions. I know I didn't hit them all. There's, there's some little, there's brewery driven competitions that happen here and there, but those are the ones that are, that are, that are kind of going on in, in uh, Michigan for quite a while. Um, good ones that enter uh, typically in the earlier part of the year. Um, and, and and then just to talk about a little bit in the different judging styles. So of course we've already talked about bells and the fact that that's, you know, that's impartial to whatever that person that's tasting the beer, whatever they like. Um, the rest of the the and then we talked about K Dale, but um, you know, being that those what those breweries liked. The, the rest of the the those competitions do follow BJCP. Um, there's a little bit of a different style of judging, uh, you know between Sicilianos and, and some of the other ones just to call out where Sicilianos where I think it's a great competition for a first time brewer is you're not actually competing against anybody else. Uh, Sicilianos is, is strictly based on your beer. Um, so if you go into Sicilianos and you score a certain level, uh, so I think it's maybe 32 is the lowest or might be 30, uh, you will get a bronze medal. If you score, you know, at the next, at the silver level range, you will, you will get a, a silver medal. And, and again, if you score above, I think it's 38, you'll get a gold. Oh, so um, more like a professional. Right. Uh, so there could yeah. be, in, in each category, there could be five gold medals awarded because again, your, your beer is scored and you are medaled off of the score on your beer, not off of your position in that category. And then they take. Um, you know, all of, I, I believe they still do all of the gold medals kind of go into that best of show and they pick the best of show and, um, you know, they, they have, you know, the, the final big winner. Um, but you know, if, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you, if your beer is decent and you want a medal, uh, Siciliano is a great competition to kind of boost your, your, uh, your start. And 
and kind of get you going. Do you, do you want to elaborate on what you meant there, Jordan, when you meant like a, like sort of like more pro competition? Because so, I know what you meant. Yeah. But, but, I, but I like pointing this out to people sometimes. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I, Jason basically explained it. I mean, as, as far as, uh, as far as I know, it's like you go to large breweries who have like gold medals and whatnot hanging on their wall. A lot of them, uh, they were judged just as that way. If they score high enough, right. then they end up walking away with the medal. I wasn't, I wasn't aware that that's how Sicilianos did it, which is kind of, kind of cool. It, yeah. It's super cool. It is. It's great. You know, I, I love the Sicilianos competition and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's good to get that bling and, and they're super cool and they have a great picnic, uh, where they announce the winner and, um, you know, it's, it's a cheap competition. It's the, the thing is, and, and I actually respect it. They only allow one entry, but again, because you're, you're not really competing against anybody else. So it'd be silly to enter, you know, you know, seven beers and get seven medals, you know, guaranteed pretty much if, if you know, if you're, if you're a brewer that's brewing, you know, I, I know the three of us are, and, and a lot of people in the club are consistently brewing 32 plus beers. Um, you know, so it's, it's kind of be silly to, you know, go up there and basically tell Steve Siciliano to give me seven medals. Jason's medal count. That's <laughs> don't worry about that. Got to find six other people to get, to submit my beers to Sicilianos. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I, I, uh, I, I didn't get enough participation trophies when I was a kid. So I have to enter every competition I can. To <laughs> I, uh, I tell people that too, like not, not to do like a whole sob story sort of thing, but like, I've never been really good at anything. And like in my leg, I was never a sports guy. I was never like the greatest, you know, typist or something like that in school or like a debate guy or anything. So like typing. Yeah. It, in high school. So in, in high school, you're, you're old enough. Sports, so I wouldn't. Know okay. It, but yeah. <laughs> and, and so, so when I was in high school, I would want to say like 2000 or so, like <clears throat> being able to type like relatively well was like, a desired skill. I I had to dress up in a suit and I got shipped out with like four other people from my high school to like a regional uh, speed typing competition. <laughs> that's that's kind of that, awesome. that was what that was. Yeah, that's that's what I did as a <laughs> in high school. But no, and, and I didn't even medal. Right. So uh, exactly. Yeah. So. So, yeah, it's like a, this is a justification that I'm I'm good at something in life, I guess. Like. <laughs> It feels well, it feels good for my middle aged thirties self. <laughs> <laughs> but they're 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 cool, you know. You get to my first one. I won the, the first medal. I won. I I again. It was all right. So I medaled on the first beer I ever brewed. I I brewed that beer that Trevor uh, Trevor helped me come up with a recipe. And Trevor was super, and if he ever listens to this, I still love him for it, but Trevor was super encouraging. Enter it, enter it, enter it, you know? Um, and uh, I, I, I did. I got that bronze medal from Siciliano's. I was super pumped. I took it down to the brewery to Trevor. I'm like, look, Trevor, I did it. This is what I got. And, and Trevor put the medal around my neck, and, like, everybody in the bar bought me a beer. And, and so it was just one of the cooler things. So that's why I recommend. And what, what we should do for those of us that hit uh, Michigan homebrew uh, or Michigan beer cup medals, you know, when we actually come back, we should all go to like one well or something and put our damn medals on and go in there and see if we can <laughs> snag some free beers. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm game. 
So to, to, to answer John's question, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just cracked this Arvon Brewing double. Uh, damn. That's, that's beautiful. Put it in front of your body. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, double pink guava key lime kettle sour. What you think? It is not pink. Oh, no. Kind of bummed. You could go get some red food coloring. So false advertising. Does it taste like pink lemonade as opposed to uh, normal lemonade? It's a guava kettle sour. Yeah, I think the key lime is lost in the is is lost in the tartness of the kettle sour because uh, kettle sour, which is a, a a beer that's soured with typically with lactobacillus, which is the yogurt sour culture, so that already has kind of a citrusy tartness to it if that's the right way to explain it so i get uh citrus tart and guava and no pink so gotta taste the pink no that still sounds like shit though no i mean it's 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 good it's called double i wonder where the double is is let me see what the abv is (laughs) john i cracked the lager of the legs i'm sure you saw that earlier but just trying to finish up Uh, i bought a 12 pack the other day i i love this beer but I have so much of my own beer I'm trying to get rid of, too. I'm actually, shame on me as a home brewer, but pretty much tapped out on my kegerator right now. i got to figure out how I'm going to have to brew this upcoming weekend, do double time. If, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess I don't need to say this on the air, but if you if you uh, want to come over, I think that uh, Shanna's stepdad is coming over this weekend to brew. Uh, just because her mom's coming into town, so you're more than welcome over to my house. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah, COVID. So COVID. Uh, yeah, kind of much with everything this year. I, I had I had all these hopes and dreams of <laughs> uh, medals and certificates and ribbons and. So first off, though, we should really say COVID sucked and fucked up everything else. That's way more important than homebrew competitions. Oh, oh yeah, and, absolutely. You know, it was, it was a way more serious affair. Um, but put all of that aside and, and give us our moment to whine and cry that <laughs> all of the, the the beer that that we put all the effort in in brewing and all of these competitions that we shipped our beer out to, uh, it either got dumped or made into hand sanitizer because COVID fucked it all up too. So, so, so uh, national homebrew, like uh, I think the regional ship dates start in like March or something. Is that right? Uh, end of February. February. Yeah. So, so yeah. if you want to brew and we're in Michigan, right? Um, a lot of us brew outside. Uh, it's cold. And if you want to submit like five, six beers, you're brewing outside, like in December to start with for sure in order to give yourself enough time to uh, get all your beer, like fully fermented, kegged, carbonated, aged a little. Um, so some of the beer that I was planning on sending out this year, I started August of last year yep. and, and yep. I've just, I've just drank it instead because whatever, I'll, I'll just do another this year, but what yeah. it uh, yes. And yeah, it had to have been like August or something like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And, you know, not that we still didn't end up with delicious beer out of it. It's just it would have been nice to have delicious beer and a medal. 
Yeah. So. <laughs> decorations. Yeah. <laughs> I need to catch up to uh, Jason and get my wall as uh, a blingified. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I stop or die, you're not going to catch up. So. <laughs> I don't know, man. We're getting a, we're getting a lot of homebrewers out there. I'm I'm doing my part to uh, try to get as many people into the hobby as I possibly can. So I feel like. You know, the more people that listen to me and take my advice, You're to, the, the, the more people that will brew better beer than you. So, yeah, you know, I, that's actually my line. So I, as a competition <laughs> coordinator, I feel like I have encouraged a lot of people in, in the club to enter competitions that maybe never had before or never would have. And so I get to step back, Brian. I get to. I get to step back and say. I may not have won a medal this year because these four friends of mine won medals that I, I helped encourage them and guide them towards. So that's already mine. You can't take it. That's a, that's a beautiful <laughs> thing that you just said there. So that said, because I, I've heard this too, this is a point that I wanted to touch on earlier was just because you enter that first competition and, um, you know, and, 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 and maybe you don't get the feedback that you're looking for. Maybe, you know, I, I, I tell a story in my, in my presentation where I have a Irish style, a Colombian, I call it Colombian grind. Um, I have this Irish style that I started brewing. Uh, it was one of the first beers I brewed the first competition it went to. Um, yes, Tim, it is a great way to rationalize getting my ass kicked, but God damn it. It's mine. And I'm going to fucking keep it. Kiss my ass. Um, so uh, but I, I had Columbian grind, you know, the first competition I entered it in, it scored a 19 out of 50 it was shit. They basically said it was shit, but thankfully they gave me some feedback. They, you know, it said, you know, too many, uh, bittering malts, you know, too many dark malts, too charcoal, you know, so I trimmed that and I entered it again. I got 22 or 23 or whatever. And I, I've kept doing that. I get the feedback and I change the recipe and I tweak it and, you know, and now that beer regularly scores in the, in the mid to upper forties. And, and is the most award-winning beer I've, I've won. I think that beer alone has pulled in, you know, 10 medals. Um, so, but, but to go back to my point is not every one of those was great. You know, I can go back in there and look and see, uh, you know, what comment that I got that was just like, mm, chocolatey or, oh, it's good <laughs> or, you know, whatever, you know, like, fuck you. you. You didn't give me any information. Sorry that to be that aggressive. Um, <laughs> So if you enter a competition and your first beer uh, and you get that, that score sheet back and, and it maybe it has, you know, vague uh, feedback or you don't get, you know, uh, you know, kind of the, the score that you were hoping for, don't get discouraged, man. I've got a stack of score sheets, you know, 10 inches thick. You know, they joke around about the medals that I've won. It's because I've entered 500 competitions and I've gotten 40 or 50 medals. Like, it's my win rate is not anywhere close to my fucking entry rate. Uh, but for those of you that are out there, just keep entering and enter and enter and enter. I mean, I've gotten, I've gotten that, that comment that says, you know, it's great. I've gotten the comment that says I drink another one. Those are, you know, they're, they're not useful. They're not helpful at all. Um, I've gotten them before that, that have said this beer is utter shit. And then I'm like, fuck you. That beer won a medal last year. Kiss my ass. And <laughs> I, I think that like, I, I read somewhere for people that are brewing like consistently, like, like beers that are, that are quality, like that are scoring, you know, 32 plus on the regular, never any lower you still only roughly have about a one out of three like metal rate. Like 
for, yeah. for, for getting the top three. Like, yeah, it's just competition's rough and luck, and everybody's making really good beer these days. I mean, honestly, like. The, uh, <sighs> So most of my most of my competitions, I, I enter five to seven beers, and I yeah. get I get one to two medals. Uh, you know that Michigan State Fair last year, where I entered five beers and got four. That was that was my biggest yet, and and it was just promptly overshadowed by Adam Cagle. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's not a lot, but it, it really isn't. It's not. You know, I I actually know a brewer that that kind of entered their first beer and got really um, kind of dejected or just depressed because the very first comment they got back didn't give them really any good information. And I don't think, I'm not sure that they entered anymore, you know, and that kind of put them off the competition. really sucks. And yeah, it, yeah, it bummed me out. But uh, so that's why I said there is a bad part to, to competitions. It is the feedback, the judges and the people that do, do judge them and, and uh, fill those score sheets out, do really kind of control that. But at the same time, time you know i'd go back to even that brewer and say you know you don't take that to heart um totally you know keep keep entering it's not about uh one beer uh uh it's it's about it's it's just about getting the feedback and and continuing to get better at what you do so um so we've talked about the competitions around here. We've talked about why to do it, why you should do it, how to do it better. What else can we talk about with competitions? And I know, yeah, our beer got turned into hand sanitizer for COVID. So I, I will say that is one cool thing. Uh, the National Homebrew Competition did go through, and I believe out of the 13 judging centers, probably, well, they're, they're, no, I actually think it was the closer to like eight. Oh, wow. Eight of them got turned into to hand sanitizer which is awesome uh you know that we could say that our beer at least went to that noble cause yeah, yeah. um a couple of the judging centers someone something tells me it was like san diego and someone else out on the west coast they had to dump the beer because of their local regulations mm-hmm. that's that's a bummer that's super sad um but then if i recall right and this is i'm totally pulling this out of my ass is i believe the minnesota minneapolis or Wisconsin judging centers donated their fucking entries to the first responders, which totally mm-hmm. kicks the shit out of our beer that got made into hand sanitizers. I mean, <laughs> they took the beer. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah, read it up. They took the beer to to hospitals and to fire stations and police stations, and they gave it to nurses and doctors and firemen and uh, first responders, and said, "Here, have a beer on us," and that's fucking badass. So I hope that was all really good. <laughs> it's, it's not always going to be, I hope nobody got a gusher. But that's <laughs> so McClellan's in chat talking about club comps and iron brew. Uh, so yes, as we do organize club competitions um, and, and, and I try to, to do that, you know, I want to, I want to engage our local uh, homebrew community to enter competitions. So we try to do a few competitions a year. Uh, we, the last one we got to do before COVID, we called it an iron brew uh, competition. And honestly, it's one we'll never do again. Um, so in that iron brew competition, we, we got together and we, we picked uh, from a randomized list of ingredients. We picked three things and then 
each home brewer went uh, home and, and brewed a beer with those three ingredients. It had to have those three ingredients. And our ingredient, what were our ingredients? Cherry, kiwi, kiwi and a nut. Yeah, cherry, kiwi, and nuts. What a so, shitty beer. <laughs> the, the, the way that that's organized will be revised in the future, I think. But Yeah. Um, it, was, it was a fun competition, but we've done different things with competitions in the club. We did the cereal, bil- cereal beer competition. Um, Brian did a generator where he built a website uh, to <laughs> a website to um, generate a beer recipe. And then we did the uh, David Jones came up with the football draft uh, competition. There you go. The, the beer generator recipe. This is the greatest website ever. Just log into it and it will, it will write four random recipes for you <laughs> that you have to pick one of. And you can re-roll it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if, if these all suck, you, you basically just re-roll it. And uh, you, you get to go with three next time. So like a vanilla wheat beer for breakfast. So that must contain a whole box of cereal uh, fermented with a lager yeast or a hoppy wheat wine with a noticeable amount of coffee flavor fermented with a heavy yeast. <laughs> I, I don't remember what the what the end number was, but I think I figured out there was something like I don't know, like maybe eight or nine thousand different like unique like recipes or something that could be generated with this. Yeah, and it could be like more, you know, crazy or something like that. But that was fun. Of course, this site <laughs> is still live. <laughs> I I put it up so people could play with it. I think I I don't know if I deleted all the, the entries or not. I might have. But oh nope, they're still there. Yeah. Um, and we're actually getting ready to. I think I, I talked to David about it a bit yesterday. Uh, we're getting ready to. I, I think at the next meeting we'll start talking about the Keepers Cup, uh, which is going to be a Keepers of Craft competition where you brew your best beer. It's not going to be any crazy ingredients or anything like that. You brew your best beer, uh, and we're going to try to judge that and have it ready. Um, have judging take place around the November timeframe. Um, so if you're not in keepers of craft, uh, pay your 15 bucks and join our competition. Uh, I'm going to, I'm hoping to do BJCP uh, style, but we're still five months away from that. So uh, we'll figure it out. But I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, as we did in, our, in the last competition, you know, I really encourage people to write feedback and, and, uh, and good notes. And I'm actually quite proud of the iron brew as shitty as that, those, the, the, the overall competition was, I think we all did a really good job of trying our best to write. You're saying that because you won it? No. <laughs> I, I won it? Oh, no. <laughs> Didn't you win the cereal beer one, too? Yeah, I did. So on my wall of medals, <laughs> I totally own that one. On, on my wall of medals, uh, the, two, the two that are most nearest and dearest to me are the two keepers of craft. Well, the competition uh, coordinator ends up winning the uh, the competitions. I won cereal bill way before I was competition coordinator. <laughs> My beer didn't have sludge in it, Tim. It had coconut extract. <laughs> it looked like snot. It was. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. still won. Who are you people? Who's <laughs> voting on this shit? Like, it, was, it was good. The base was good. <laughs> so the, the, the funny thing there was the base of the Iron Brew beer was the same as the cereal beer. So it just shows that that's a really goddamn good beer. 
What, what, did you use Fruit Loops in that one? Yeah, I did. Fruit Loops. <laughs> Probably just poured coconut snot into Looper. And you did. I did. Around. <laughs> I did. I took Looper and I put kiwi extract, cherry extract, and coconut extract in it about an hour before the meeting. And, uh, you talk and about brought judgment? it. Uh, judgment was my first beer. Judgment was the, the, the very first beer that I, I brewed with Trevor. That's the recipe that Trevor helped me write. And, uh, and, uh, that was the, the joke I entered it at. So there's two things The judgment was that the guild I was in, in my online gaming community. And, uh, and then I also made the joke that I'm going to put this in a, a beer competition and, and, and based on how it's judged, we'll determine on if I keep with this hobby or not. And it won a medal. And so here we are. I continued brewing. Yeah. Thanks, DK. It's good to see you, man. Uh, we actually should get Mr. Rinky on. Uh, TK is a, a good friend of mine that, that used to live here in Michigan that writes for one or more beer can and brewery collectible magazines. That's right. Trent, you're listening to me. Uh, I'll reach out. We'll schedule an episode. Talk about beer fun. cans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else exciting and interesting about competitions that we can bullshit about? I I I've I've fucking told all my stories tonight. I think I swear. Right on. Yeah. Well, I will say, um, you know, we are going to keep doing this uh, this shit show at seven thirty on Mondays, uh, regardless of if we have somebody to chat with. It'll just be the three of us bullshitting. We do have uh, at least a few people lined up for the next couple of weeks. Right? We do. I, I, I don't. Let me check my text. No, I don't have confirmation for next Monday's show, but I can say um, that while we've been talking, um, I, I, I did hear back from Deb at Tagabrew. If you're listening, Deb, thanks for, for answering. So we will get to, to learn about the Tagabrew story in the near future. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, she's that she, Deb's super cool and uh, really excited to hear about the Tagabrew and, and what got her going. Um, I've been in touch with the guys that, that some of the guys that started to organize the Michigan homebrew festival. Uh, so we'll have, um, you know, the, 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 some of them on to tell us the story of how they, why they got together and started the Michigan homebrew festival and what's that turned into now it's, uh, going into its 11th year. Um, and thanks to the lifting of restrictions, God damn it. It looks like it's happening. Um, <laughs> super excited about that. That's beer Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Oh, uh, it is. And then also uh, Ed from ArcLight, uh, the the head brewer, co-owner of ArcLight, is going to come on. They've got an amazing sour program. Uh, we're going to talk to Ed and learn about ArcLight down in Waterbelite. Uh, and then obviously, I, I just called out uh, uh, Trent Rinke, uh, who is actually, like I said, he's he writes for a beer can uh, collectible uh, magazine that interviews people for a living. So that'll be kind of awkward interviewing the interviewer, um, but I think it'll be pretty fun. Um, <laughs> And then we're reaching out to other breweries. So if, if anybody out there knows other breweries that you want to kick them a, a link to Michigan brews and have them ping us, you know, we're starting to send some emails out to some breweries, homes, <clears throat> um, and, uh, <laughs> and some, some different breweries around the state. I'd love to try to, to span out from Southwest Michigan and start getting into Eastside. Um, oh, and then the club, a homebrew club president. So we're going to get mm. some, some presidents of various homebrew clubs in the state. And, uh, and we're going to talk to them about what goes into organizing a homebrew club and 
keeping a homebrew club active. And, uh, and yes, Mr. McQuillan, yep. <laughs> damn right. We will have a show live from uh, beer camp this year in August and we'll all be sitting six feet apart. So, um, yeah. Any closing words? I'm good, man. Cheers. Uh, if anybody, uh, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're going to go drink in the Kalamazoo bar, right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, yep. throw a link up. We'll throw a link up Kalamazoo.bar. If you've got a webcam or uh, a microphone, come join us, have a drink, uh, hang out for a minute. Uh, Trent, Matt, you know, Kick it in uh, we, the Kalamazoo bar. We'll be there in a few minutes. We were there for like an hour, like last week or so. Like, uh, we usually throw it up on our Facebook pages. Some other like locals will show up. It's basically like a perpetually open Zoom room. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Peace guys. out, everybody. Hey, thanks for watching tonight, thanks. guys. Appreciate it.